Good morning. My name is Pastor Nimrod Bai from uh, Koinonia Ministries. I thank you all for tuning in. Now this Sunday morning, I, I want to share with you a message of hope and courage, especially in this time when we have all been um, rendered immobile, at this time when we have all been devastated by the spread of coronavirus to our country. People have died and others people have been quarantined and just about all of us have been compelled to stay at home and stop going work to work and stop coming to church. So I'm praying and trusting that this message will reach uh, you all who are at home uh, in as many parts of the world as possible. This morning uh, our message is drawn from the book of Mark chapter 4 from verses 35 to 41 and it is a very familiar story about Jesus coming as Tom. The scripture reads as follows. That day when evening came he said to his disciples let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious quarrel came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up rebuke the wind and the waves quiet be still then the wind died down and it was completely calm he said to his disciples why are you so afraid do you still have no faith they were terrified and asked each other who is this even the wind and the waves obey him and this morning we shall be seeking to know who this is that upon his word even the storm and the raging waves have come down and it's all quiet and peaceful and I'm praying oh God that from this message there shall be peace and quiet in all our hearts in all our homes, in all our villages, in the nation, and in the whole world. Amen. Now, the, the coronavirus, since it was first reported in China some few months ago, has thus rapidly spread to many other parts of the world, where it has caused considerable loss of life, as well as social and economic disruption. As a result, the world is currently in a state of fear and virtual lockdown. In normal times of need, we in the third world prefer to go to the West or to the developed world to seek assistance. Ironically, at this time, it is these very countries, the developed and wealthy countries, 
that are suffering the deadliest effects of this pandemic. When one listens to international news, it becomes obvious that the governments and the citizens of this country are as helpless, as confused, and as terrified as we are. If then our trusted source of help are now paralyzed and overwhelmed, to whom then shall we turn for help? Where shall our help come from? The story we just read talks about Jesus and his disciples getting into our boat with the intention of crossing the lake to the other side. It was evening time. The weather forecast of the day had not warned that there would be any storm. But suddenly and furiously, the wind struck right in the middle of, this, of, the, boat, of, of the lake. And the storm started raging and the sea was disturbed and the boat was nearly overturned. Jesus was calmly and very peacefully sleeping on a cushion. The disciples were terrified and fear and terror. They screamed and cried to Jesus asking him master or teacher don't you care if we perish don't you care if we drown and Jesus came up to them and rebuked the wind saying quiet be still and amazingly as as soon as his words were spoken the wind calmed down and the sea calmed down and it was all over as quickly as it started. Jesus, my friends, has control even over the forces of nature. The disciples had been with Jesus for a little while. They had seen some of his miracles. He had cast out demons, he had healed the sick, he had performed some spectacular miracles, but they did not quite yet know him. For they asked each other, who then is this who even silences the wind and the storm? But before that, you remember they were crying, Master, don't you care if we perish? These two questions betray their, their vagueness as far as knowledge of Jesus is concerned. They did not know him well enough. Later on, and some later time, Jesus asked their disciples, Whom do the people say I am? Some of them said he was one of the prophets and all that and all that. But it's not Peter alone who answered correctly when he said, 
you are the son of God. And indeed, that is what Jesus is. That is what he was even at that time. But they had not come to that knowledge fully um, as, as yet. And um, I want us in the face of this coronavirus that has become such a threat to different people in different parts of the world, what can we learn from this story? What lesson can we draw from this very uh, you know, dramatic story? The disciples ask, Master, don't you care that we perish? How do we answer that? If we are in any doubt as Christians, as followers of Christ, if we are ever in any doubt as to whether Jesus loves us or whether he cares, let us go to John 3.16 which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. As to the question, who is this that he commands the wind and the waves and they are quiet? How do we answer? Jesus is the Son of God and the Bible teaches us that it is through him that all things were created and there's absolutely nothing that was created that Jesus did not create. Furthermore, it is Jesus that holds all things together. Without him, everything would fall apart. He is the glue that holds the universe together. That's why we call him the Lord of the universe, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. And as many as know Jesus Christ as a creator, as many as know that Jesus is actually God himself, they will feel strengthened and encouraged in every storm. The psalmist in Psalm number 121 says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. My friends, I already said that uh, Normally, when we are in need as a country and there are other countries of the third world, we run either to Europe or to America and lately to China to look for help, for money. But now, this virus started from China and it has since spread to America and to Europe and even to our own continent and to our country. So we cannot go to China, we cannot go to Europe, 
we cannot go to America. We are compelled to stay at home. What shall we eat then? If we don't go to work, how shall we survive? How shall we earn money to buy goods and to pay you know, our bills in, in electricity and all that? And that is the question we really need to spend time uh, considering. Because at time when we are not um, under threat, such as we are now, we take the word of God rather too casually. We don't pay any attention to it at all. Sadly, even many of us who go to church do not uh, seem to take the word of God seriously. And now that we, we are at home and not being, going to work, I think it's a good time to go back to the Word of God and seek answers to the challenges that we face right now. Where shall our help come from? The Bible actually does warn us Christians not to depend on any human being. Don't even depend on horses or money or wealth or political connections. Our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. My brothers and sisters in the Lord, governments may be immobilized, industries may close down, and jobs may be lost. Sadly, People we love and people we know, including family and friends, may be affected by the coronavirus. And some may, unfortunately, die as a result of the virus. At any rate, all of us are suffering the consequences, economically and socially, of this uh, virus. And we have seen that governments don't have answers. They don't have solutions. Whether our own government or, or, or overseas government. It is time. It is time to restore our relationship and our fellowship with the Lord God, our Savior. Jesus Christ is able to strengthen us and to comfort us in our times of need. He is our ever-present help in times of need. In our struggles, He is there. In our fears, He is there. In our pain, He is there. In our sickness and in our health, Jesus Christ is there. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. But let me say this, uh, those who are maturely, who are, who, who are um, mature in their faith, we know that God does not always rescue us from trouble. He does not always rescue us from the lion's den. God does not always rescue us from the burning furnace. No. God does not break our chains 
or release us miraculously from a Roman jail, there are times, according to his own purposes, God chooses to come where we are and sits down there with us, weeping with us in our trouble, in our sorrows, in our pain. But from him we receive comfort and strength and courage. So whatever happens, my, my friends, our challenge and our lesson for today is this. Jesus is with us in this storm. He is with us in this boat. And he can choose either to comfort us and to strengthen us in the midst of that storm. But on the other hand, he can choose to stop the storm. And he can also choose to carry us out of the storm to safety. Whatever method he chooses to deal with the storm, our exhortation this morning is, let us not focus on the storm. Usually when we focus on the storm, it looks bigger than it is. Let us instead focus our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. He is greater than all the storms on earth put together. He is the Lord of the universe. His is the power and the glory. He is able to de deal with every situation. And if we call on him, as the disciples called on him, he will rise. He will arise. And he will tell the storm, stop, and it will stop. Or he will rescue you from the storm. Or he will sit there with you. Whatever happens, let us know, Lord, that the Lord Jesus Christ is our God. He is our only help. To the question, where does our help come from? The answer should then be, our help comes from the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for loving us so much that you left your glory in heaven and came down here on earth and lived among us, becoming one of us, living our kind of life, experiencing our sorrows and our pain uh, at a time when uh, the world was under the oppressive government, the Roman, uh, you know, uh, rule, dying on the cross, being falsely accused, I mean, dying and rising again, so that we may be reconciled to God. Thank you, Lord, for taking away our sins. Thank you for taking our, our diseases and our sorrows. Thank you for the gift of life that you only can give. This time when, Lord, uh, we, we are concerned and terrified like the disciples are by the threat of coronavirus, I just want to thank you, Lord, that you, you are with us. And you know everything that is happening. And you're in charge and in control of each and every situation. Lord, we just want to pray. Help us not to be afraid. Help us not to look at the coronavirus. Help us, Father, to remain focused on you because you, you are our help and our stay. 
I thank you and bless your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much, uh, brothers and sisters, for tuning in. I hope the message blessed you. If you have any questions, any queries, any comments, please uh, reach out to us through the address that is given to you at the bottom there. And I uh, hope we shall meet again at the next, uh, the next uh, session. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. <laughs>